America. Fasten your seatbelts. This is The Jay Sheldon Show. <laughs> we made it. White people, we're disappearing really fast. And it's being engineered to happen that way, believe me. Not a theory, conspiracy, fact. Biden corruption continues. It's so easy to do these stories. Just open up a website and bam, there it is. And FAFO with your pets and find out the hard way. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show Friday. Friday, Friday. Remember that stupid song? Oh, man, what a joke. Anyway, yeah, one of those one-hit wonders. She tried to have a career and that didn't last very long. So anyway, yeah, we got all that and more coming up tonight on the show, including how the fact that people like you and I, or I assume you and I, maybe not, uh, are disappearing off the planet. We are being completely written out of the books. <laughs> it's insane. It is insane. Uh, we got lots coming up and a lot more besides those headlines uh, tonight on the show. It's a Friday. The weekend is staring us in the face. Thank goodness for that. We had so much going on today. I'm telling you, ugh. It's just, it's been one of those days. One of those days where I needed like extra cups of coffee. And that would be Blackout Coffee. Blackout Coffee is the most awake company I think I have ever come across in my life. It is time for you to be awake, but not woke. Support American companies, not just coffee companies, not just Blackout Coffee. Where whenever you do business, make sure you are supporting companies that believe and support in our beliefs, conservative values, truth, honesty, integrity, family, all that good stuff that you and I love. I love my Blackout Coffee. They are an active supporter of our troops and America. They love the country, which is awesome, but <clears throat> bottom line is if you don't make a good product, doesn't matter squat. They do. They make the most incredible coffee beans you have ever tasted. You will love this coffee, just like Karen in our chat always chimes in with how much she loves this. Uh, become like a, be a Karen in this case. Be Karen. <laughs> First time I've ever recommended you be a Karen. Head over to Blackout Coffee, use that link in our show notes, and check it out. When you order, and only once you order, they roast your beans within 48 hours. Ship them out right away within two, three days to get to your house. That's a fresh roasted bag of coffee beans and all kinds of great roasts too. They've got Morning Reaper, Brutal Awakening. Look at this, how cool is that? Signature Blends. Here's their um, partner roast, 2A, that stands for Second Amendment. No compromise. Flavored coffees, too, by the way, cinnamon French toast and chocolate cherry, both of which are delicious. They have coffee pods, so if you use coffee pods, they can take care of that for you, too, in all their different roasts. A five-pound bag if you really want to go nuts. But do grab yourself one of these great bags of coffee, Brutal Awakening, Covert Op Cold Brew, Morning Reaper, Pitch Black Espresso. It's like $15.95 a bag, and when you check out after you place your order, Use the code J20, J-A-Y-20, and that will get you 20% additional off your first order. However much you buy, 20% with the code J20. Now, I do want to tell you about one thing. Got to be honest. They are having a President's Day sale. 
but you've got less than 24 hours to take advantage. You spend only 30 bucks, was that like a couple of bags of beans? You will get 22% off and a free Make America Awake Again sticker. Use the code FREEDOM22 if you want. Use the link in our show notes. That's all we ask. Then we'll get the credit for you. And uh, if you want, check it out. It's right there on the site. You can see it at the top in the red bar. President's Day sale, 22% off if you buy at least $30 worth. And a free sticker, code FREEDOM22. Or if you prefer, you can use our promo code J20, J-A-Y-20 at checkout and get 20% off your first order with Blackout Coffee. All right. Thank you, Blackout Coffee, for being a part of the show. We are very proud to have you as a part of this program. Proud to have you as sponsors. Aladen's back in the show again in our live chat. By the way, if you want to take part in our live chat, it's easy and it's free, but you do have to have a Rumble account. You just sign up. Simple to do. Give them your email. They don't spam your inbox. And uh, you get it up. You get a Rumble account. You don't have to post videos. You don't have to do a live show. You just have an account that lets you like, follow the show, take part in our live chat when we are live five days a week. White endangered species is being committed by white endangered leftists. Aladen says, "Yeah, hopefully you're right because I can think of nothing better than in white leftists." or less leftists of any melanin content in their skin being endangered. I can think of nothing better than to wipe these people off the planet. And I don't mean physical violence. But we are being erased, my friends. Let me give you an analogy. Imagine you go to Google and you look up a recipe you want to bake something. You want to make something. So you look up a recipe on Google. But instead of giving you the recipe, Google lectures you on the dangers of cooking and then sends you suggestions for restaurants you can go to. That's the way some of these AI and bots are being programmed these days. They are being poisoned with this leftist woke thinking. These people are a threat. They are an actual threat. And I am totally not kidding. Google launched a new AI generated image program and it refuses to show pictures of white people even if it's a historical figure. If you asked them to give you a picture of George Washington, he would not be portrayed as someone who was Caucasian. They'd have him Latino or a woman or... Look, here's a picture. When somebody asked to show them an image of a Viking, that looks like either a black person or perhaps Native American. I promise you one thing. There was not a single Viking who was Native American or black. 
racist, sexist, homophobe in the chat. It's like drowning leftists. If you try to save them, they'll bring you down with them into the abyss. That is very true. Don't save leftists. If they're drowning, throw them a cement block. This is insane. This is absolutely insane. Now, Google has said they will adjust the program after huge criticism. They had it generate pictures of Nazis from World War II. And guess what? No Caucasian people. Of all things, I promise you, there weren't any black or Hispanic Nazis. I promise you that. They've now put a temporary block on their new artificial intelligence model. Tech companies said it would stop generating images of people after social media users posted examples. They put in a request to show them pictures of popes. You know, the pope, the head of the Catholic Church. Not white. There has never been a non-white pope, okay? Just so we're clear, the Pope, not that it couldn't one day happen, but it hasn't so far happened, ever, in the, hist in the 2,000 years or however long the papacy has been around. <laughs> Take a look at this. This is actually a live recording of someone doing a search. Take a watch. White man, look at the replies that it gets back. White man and white woman, look at the pictures. It is always a black and white couple. Look at this. This is insane. mixed-race couple. Now, nothing wrong with a mixed-race couple, but they specifically put in a white man and a white woman. Uh, McGroin hurts. What? George Washington wasn't a black Hispanic Cherokee? <laughs> I, you know what? I, I'll look that up. I'll Google it. <laughs> look at these results. This is insane. All from a search of show me a white man and a white woman. Yeah, he may have been a black Hispanic Cherokee. You're right. That's entirely possible. You never know these days. Even if he wasn't, they will rewrite the damned history books to say he was. Here's another. Here's more examples. Googling happy white woman and a white man. Take a look at the results. Black man, white woman, white woman, black man. White woman, black child. This is Google, not, a, not the AI, or like a chat GPT thing. This is Google actually returning just regular searches. Just normal everyday searches. We're being erased. I saw a post today on X, really pissed me off, some guy screaming and yelling about how death by cops for black people was so insanely high. 
I, then I saw this from Zeke Arkham, at Zeke Arkham on X. Continue to tell me how white supremacy is the most dangerous thing to black men. It's more than just a conversation at this point. Action needs to be taken. Culture is the problem within certain elements of the black community. By the way, Zeke is black. It needs to be eradicated. Look at these numbers. I'm not, it's kind of small. I don't know if you see it or not. Annual firearm homicide deaths among men per 100,000 per year by race and state. Missouri, 2.77 for every 100,000. Black, 59.42. Michigan, 1.52 for white people, homicides, firearms. 49.14 for black. Every single number. Look at that. All in the single digits. Is there a single one that isn't in the single digits? No, none of them. In fact, the overall average in the United States, homicides by firearm among men per 100,000 in the U.S., white, 2.10, black, 29.12. This is not police shooting. This is overall homicide with a firearm. Aladdin says, if you do a Google search on Caucasian, does it show transsexual pygmies? Probably. <laughs> They're wiping us out, folks. They're doing it on purpose. They're doing everything they can to get rid of people like me. You saw the results from this search. By the way, I saw several people posting I haven't seen anything from Elon yet, but maybe I just missed it. But I saw that Elon is creating and going to release a search engine which is completely unbiased, just like now X with the total freedom of speech. Oh, man. Because, you know, a lot of people are talking about DuckDuckGo as an alternative. It ain't, folks. There have been a lot of reports done that DuckDuckGo does just as much editing and suppressing almost as Google. They are not a viable alternative to Google. Do not trust DuckDuckGo. If you have no other choice, fine. At least it's better than Google, but not by much. But if Elon comes up with a search engine, X search or something, ho ho ho. I am all over that like white on rice. Yes, that pun was intended. Did you get your phone back? Is your GPS working? Guess what they're blaming it on now? A solar flare. Does anyone actually believe this was a solar flare? Next, they're going to tell us the stars are aligning in retrograde or some crap, which made it worse. 
At this point, if you don't have a hard time believing anything the government tells you, you have been living under a rock. But yeah, that's the latest. This is from Interesting Engineering. It's bullshit. Sorry, don't believe you. Sun unleashes most powerful flare in current cycle. Now, not to say there wasn't an enormous sun flare. There was. There's pictures. A times 6.3 solar flare detected by NASA's Solar Dynamic Observatory, February 22nd. Wow, look at that. How impressive is that? Anyway, that's what they're blaming for the phone outage, which, strangely enough, only seem to affect phones in the U.S. I guess that flare must have just exactly snuck in and targeted right... Yeah, okay, bullshit. Our majestic star recorded the act of emitting high-intensity solar flares, blasts of energy, basically, divided into three class categories of flares. I'm not going to get down in the muck and weeds with this. Just so you know, there are classes X, M, and C. X is the most intense. Strong solar flare. C is the weakest. So, as per NASA, the detected flare belongs to the X class. And they're trying to say the reason all the phones went down is because of a solar flare. Bullshit. Hey, Hunter Biden's back on the show. My future is looking so great I have to wear shades for all those climate-caused solar flares. Well, you can certainly afford them. All right. Yeah, so anyway, they're trying to say it's a solar flare. It ain't a solar flare. Don't buy their bullshit. Basically, here's the bottom line. Here's how you know whether or not something is a lie or, or not. Did the government say it? Sadly, today, if the government says it, it's a lie. Because they're all full of shit. Hey, so glad that Hunter is in the live chat tonight again. Behave yourself, Hunter. Because I got a story which involves him. Yep. Get a load of this crap. This is from the New York Post. CBS has seized the confidential files of the fired reporter who was pursuing Hunter Biden's laptop. Unprecedented move. This has never happened before where the network seized the files from a laptop on a reporter. This is insane. A claimed CBS reporter investigating the Biden laptop scandal before she was fired last week had all of her personal files seized by the network. Unprecedented move. Catherine Herridge, who does absolutely brilliant work, I'm surprised she lasted as long as she did for speaking the truth. Middle of a First Amendment case being watched closely by journalists nationwide, 
among 20 CBS News staffers let go as part of a larger purge of hundreds of employees at the parent company. Her firing stunning co-workers, the network's decision to hold on to her personal materials along with her work laptop, where she may have other confidential information. A lot of staff has shaken up a lot about that. Wow. So CBS has gone ahead and seized the laptop and all the confidential files from this reporter who was working on the Biden laptop story. McGroin hurts. I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Scariest words ever. Wasn't that Ronald Reagan who said that? Scariest words ever. I'm from the government and I'm here to help. All right, we've been picking on the woke and we're going to continue because they're idiots and we love picking on the woke because they're just that stupid. The Bongino Report, which is put out by Dan Bongino, who I am a huge fan of, he comes up after my show at 11 o'clock right here on Rumble. Be sure you check him out. Um, he's got 3 million plus followers, so I'm quite sure he doesn't need my help to promote his show. But, you know... Love him to death, P1 viewer, have been for a long time. And uh, he does a thing called the Bongino Report, which is kind of a news outlet. It, it gathers news headlines and stories from different outsources and puts them in one place. Anyway, I, this is what it says. I dare you not to laugh watching these liberal white women protest you may want to turn the volume down on whatever device you're watching the show on right now because these idiots are, you know, it doesn't need an explanation. Just watch. how freaking stupid they look what exactly do they think they're accomplishing except giving the rest of us a really good laugh Elaine says about the Harridge story uh, she was the only CBS employee that was actually reporting the real news sadly you are exactly right like I said, I'm surprised she lasted as long as she did because she was the only one at CBS. In fact, probably the only one in legacy media who is actually being a journalist and reporting the actual news. No surprise she was let go at all. Pete Buttbeg says, hopefully an endangered species, white liberal women. I'm going to save that clip. And when we need some comic relief, I'm going to play it. 
We do that with a couple of things. For example, we have exclusive behind-the-scenes footage of Democrats lining up to go support something. Here we go. That's uh, taken from uh, behind-the-scenes. These are actual Democrats all headed to, I don't know, some rally or something. Yeah. And then, of course, we have our Liberals rage clip. Love this one. <laughs> I should combine this with that last one I just played. Because when I see idiots like this, I feel good. I feel nice like sugar and spice. <laughs> anyway, yeah, see, those are some of the clips we save here because they're evergreen. They are always useful. I'm going to grab that. I'm going to add it to my evergreen video list. Those screaming idiot liberal women fools. <laughs> Amreb, hey, you're back. Hey, all. Yeah. Good to see you, Amreb. Thanks for watching, jumping in. All right, here it is from Breitbart. You're going to love this one. Oh, man. Joe Biden has overseen 7.2 million illegals at the southern border. That is the equivalent of two years of U.S. births. All those of you out there making babies, making babies, two years worth of U.S. births would be the same as the amount of illegals that have come across our border, 7.2 million. And I promise you that number is too low. I wouldn't be surprised, and I've seen places that have said it's twice that. Record-breaking illegal immigration being released directly into American towns and cities. Department of Homeland Security shows more than 7.2 illegal aliens have arrived at the nation's porous southern border. It's not even any point in calling it a border anymore because it's not. Apache Roberts, hey, welcome into the show, Apache Roberts. <laughs> Liberals slash sheep don't do rallies. They just groupthink over a cliff. <laughs> yep. Wow. Bonk. I really wish they would. Anyway, this is insane, but remember what I said about 10 minutes ago? If it's coming from the government, it's a complete lie. While I'm sure the numbers are not a lie, in fact, I'm quite sure they are probably twice, at least twice that 7.2 million. The fact that uh, we have anything even remotely related to a border in the South is just complete bullshit. All right, northerncentralpa.com. How's your blood? You have, uh, di you know, diabetes is an enormous problem. It is here. It is in this country. And uh, it's something you need to get checked for. 
diabetes can show up in a lot of very unusual ways you wouldn't think. One of the things that a lot of people are doing these days is they're using these smartwatches and these little rings you can get, which supposedly monitor your blood glucose levels to see if you're possibly looking at diabetes. Guess what, folks? Not a good idea, and it doesn't work. The FDA warns about using smartwatches and smart rings to measure your blood glucose. Consumers, patients, caregivers, healthcare providers, risks related to using smartwatches or smart rings that claim to measure your blood glucose levels without piercing the skin. That is not possible. Scientifically, it is not possible. Do not buy the bullshit. Devices different than smartwatch apps that display data from FDA-authorized glucose measuring devices that actually do pierce the skin. Because if you're going to measure glucose level, you have to have a blood sample, which requires piercing the skin. They have not authorized or approved or cleared any smartwatch or smart ring which claims to measure your blood glucose level. Now, it can measure your heart rate, your pulse, your temperature, anything that can be accessed externally. But it absolutely, thousand percent, cannot measure your blood glucose. Do not be fooled. And misdiagnosing diabetes or not knowing that you have diabetes so you can treat it early and treat it well, big danger. Watch it. Rest of that story is in our show notes if you're interested. Please do check it out. It is scary stuff. All right. What's the weirdest pet you've ever had? Put it in the chat. Everybody's got dogs and cats, please. Birds, perhaps. I was thinking about it today. I think the weirdest pet I ever had was a hedgehog, a little African pygmy hedgehog. It was the cutest thing. It sadly passed away. It didn't survive. But that was the most weird pet I think I've ever had, was an African pygmy hedgehog. Loved him to pieces. He was just so cute. Anyway, you might want to think twice about exotic pets, particularly if they're illegal, because there's likely a reason they're illegal. Either they're endangered or they're very dangerous. A man is dead after he was bitten by an illegal exotic pet named Winston. That, by the way, was the pet's name, not the man's name. You know what the pet was? A Gila monster. Oh, yeah. 
Christopher Ward, 34 years old from Colorado, died a week ago on Friday after being bitten by Winston, his pet Gila monster. One of Ward's two Gila monsters, which are very large venomous lizards that he kept as pets in Colorado, which by the way is not legal, bit his hand February 12th. What is it today? 23rd. So what, 10, 11 days ago? Causing Ward to become violently ill. They took him to the hospital. He was put on life support. His symptoms included repeated rounds of vomiting, loss of consciousness. Later, he died. He was pronounced brain dead when he got to the hospital. Ward's exact cause of death not yet released to the public. Jefferson County Coroner explained they were waiting for additional toxicology testing to be done. I know it's a thrill to have some of these exotic pets, but don't do it. There's a reason why they are illegal. They can kill you. And it's Dan Bongino's show model, but let's use it just once. Don't get dead is a really good idea. <laughs> oh, man. Unbelievable. Okay, I got one more. This is so cool. It's a very quick little video. But this is absolutely amazing. You know, the Japanese, they pride themselves in their fruits and vegetables. They are incredibly expensive. If you've ever tried to buy actual imported Japanese fruits and veggies, two things are true about them. They are the most delicious, fruity, juicy, tasty fruits and vegetables you will ever find on the planet. The care that goes in. Watch, there's docos out there about it. The other thing that is true is they will cost you one arm and a half of one of your legs. They're very, very expensive. Very expensive. Well, there is a jelly orange called Eichme. E-H-I-M-E is how you spell it. Weird. I assume that's probably Aimi. It's a hybrid of oranges and tangerines that the Japanese developed in Japan. But what they do is, when they're growing on the trees, they coat them with what's called kaolin. It's a clay-based powder. And that is sprayed on the fruit. It's a natural powder, like a clay. So you'll see it in a minute. And it helps against sunburn and helps protect the fruit against insect infestation. But beyond that, watch this. It's just a 12-second video. They're going to cut. Now, see that? That's the clay surrounding this orange. They take a big knife and cut into this thing. Watch the juice that comes out of this one little orange. Oh, 
Wow. Look at that. That is insane. This is why you pay an arm and a half a leg for Japanese fruits. Wow. Look at that. That is nuts. Watch again. Incredible. Damn crazy Japanese, huh? Wow. Insane. All right. What do we got? Aladdin said something. American commies flooding the world with disinformation to create confusion. Mm. Hedgelian dial, uh, dialectic, dialectics. Dialectics I've heard of. I don't know what Hedgelian. It's how they will control us. I will look that up. I will find out more. Thanks. All right. The Five Little Peppers and How They Grew. We uh, read books on our show. We've been doing it from the very beginning, 561 shows ago. We've done White Fang, The Wizard of Oz, Little Prince, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, uh, Jungle Book, Winnie the Pooh. We even read my children's book, Willie the Warthog, which, by the way, there's a link if you want to pick up a copy. It's in our show notes. <laughs> Hawk and my book. It's a children's book. Anyway, we're doing The Five Little Peppers and How They Grew, which is first published back in 1882. Classic, classic children's book. Been around forever, and we are very slowly making our way through it. So let's continue on now. We got measles in the pepper house, and it ain't good. Well, Polly didn't sleep much more on her shakedown on the floor than if she'd watched with Ben. For Phronsie cried and moaned, wanted a drink of water every two minutes. Seemed to her, as she went back into her nest after one of these travels, Polly thought, well, I don't care. Nobody else gets sick. If Ben will only get well. Tomorrow I'm going to do Mammy's sack. She's begun for Mr. Jackson. It's all plain sewing and just like a bag. I can do it. I know. And so she fell into a troubled sleep only to be awakened by Phronsie's fretful little voice. I want a drink of water, Polly. I do. Don't she drink awfully, Mammy? asked Polly, after one of these excursions out to the kitchen after the necessary draught. Yes, said Mrs. Pepper, and she mustn't have any more. It will hurt her. But Phronsie fell into a delicious sleep after that and didn't want any more, luckily. Here, Joe, said Mrs. Pepper the next morning. Take this coat up to Mrs. Peters. Be sure you get the money for it. How will I get it? asked Joe, who didn't relish the long, hot walk. Why, tell him we're sick, Ben's sick, added Mrs. Pepper, as the most decisive thing, and we must have it, and then wait for it. Tisn't pleasant up at the Peters's, grumbled Joe, taking the parcel and moving slowly off. No, no, Polly, said Mrs. Pepper. You needn't do that, seeing Polly take up some sewing after doing up the room and finishing the semi-weekly bake. You're all beat out with that tussle over the stove. That sack'll have had to go until next week. It can't, Mammy, 
said Polly, snipping off a basting thread. We've got to have the money. How much will he give you for it? Thirty cents, said Mrs. Pepper. Well, said Polly, we've got to get all the thirty cents as we can, Mammy dear, and I know I can do it truly. Just, just try me once, she implored. Well, Mrs. Pepper relented slowly. Don't feel bad, Mammy dear, comforted Polly, sewing away briskly. Ben will get well pretty soon, and then we'll be all right. Maybe, said Mrs. Pepper, and went back to Phronsie, who could scarcely let, uh, scarcely let her out of her sight. Polly stitched away bravely. Now, if I do this good, Mammy will let me do it other times, she said to herself. Davy, too, worked patiently out of doors, trying to do Ben's chores. The little fellow blundered over things that Ben would have accomplished in half the time, and he had to sit down often on the steps of the little old shed where the tools were kept to wipe his hot face and rest. Polly, said Mrs. Pepper, hadn't you better stop a little? Dear me, fast you so, child. Polly gave a delighted little hum at her mother's evident approval. I'm going to do them all next week, Mammy, she said. Then Mr. Aikens won't take him away from us, I guess. Mr. Aikens kept the store, gave out coats, sacks of coarse linen, and homespun to Mrs. Pepper to make. It was the fear of losing the work that had made the mother's heart sink. I don't believe anybody's got such children as I have, she said. And she gave Polly a motherly little pat that the little daughter felt clear to the tips of her toes with a thrill of delight. About half past two, long after dinner, Joe came walking in hungry as a beaver, flushed but triumphant. Where have you been all this time? asked his mother. Oh, Joe, you didn't stop to play, asked Polly from her perch where she sat sewing, giving him a reproachful glance. Stop to play, reported Joe indignantly. No, I guess I didn't. I've been to old Peters's. Not all this time, exclaimed Mrs. Pepper. Yes, I have too, replied Joe, sturdily marching up to her. And there's your money, mother. And he counted out a quarter of a dollar in silver pieces and pennies, which he took from a dingy wad of paper, stowed away in the depths of his pocket. Oh, Joe, said Mrs. Pepper, sinking back in her chair and looking at him. What do you mean? Polly put her work in her lap and waited to hear. Where's my dinner, Polly? asked Joel. I hope it's a big one. Yes, tis, said Polly. You've got lots today. It's in the corner of the cupboard, covered up with the plate. So tell on, Joe. That's elegant, said Joel, coming back with a well-filled plate. Ben and his own share. Do tell us, Joey, implored Polly. Mother's waiting. Well, said Joel, his mouth half full. I waited. He said the coat was all right, and, and, and Mrs. Peterson said twas all right, and Mirandy Peters said twas all right, but they didn't any of them say anything about paying. I didn't think twas all right, and, and, and I can't have some more butter. Can I have some more butter, Polly? No, said Polly, sorry to refuse him, but he'd been so good about the money. The butter's got to be saved for Ben and Phronsie. 
Oh, said Joe, I wish Mrs. Henderson would send us some more. I do. I think she might. For shame, Joe, said Mrs. Pepper. She was very good to send this, I think. Now, what else did you say, she asked. Well, taking another mouthful of bread. So I waited, as you told me, Mother, you know, and they all went to work. They didn't mind me at all, and there wasn't anything to look at, so I sat and sat. Polly, can I have some gingerbread? No, said Polly, it's all gone. I gave the last piece to Phronsie the day she took sick. Oh, dear, Joel said, everything's gone. Do go on, Joel, do. And then they had dinner. And Mrs. Peters said, hasn't that boy gone home yet? And Mrs. Peters said, no. And he called me in and asked me why I hadn't run along home. And I said, Phronsie was sick. Ben had the squeezels. The what? asked Polly. The squeezels, repeated Joel irritably. That's what you said. It's measles, Joey, corrected Mrs. Pepper. And never mind, I wouldn't feel bad. Well, they all laughed and laughed. And then I said you told me to wait until I got the money. Oh, Joe, began Mrs. Pepper. You shouldn't have told them so. What did he say? Well, he laughed and said I was a smart boy. And he'd see. And Mirandy said, do pay him, Pa. He must be tired to death. Don't you think he went on a big desk in the corner and took out a box and it was full of money? Lots. Gave me mine and that's all. I'm tired to death. And Joel flung himself down on the floor, expanding his legs as only Joel could. Took a comfortable roll. So you must be, Polly said pitifully waiting at those Peterses. I don't ever want to see any more Peterses, said Joel. Never, never, never. And that sounds like a good spot to pop it off for today. We will pick this up again on Monday's show and continue on with the five little peppers. What, uh, Hegel's dialects creating crisis after crisis where leftists will appear to be so-called fix the crisis by controlling the crisis that they created. Ah, yes, indeed, brilliant. Exactly, says Aladdin. Thumbs up, people, Amreb. And McGroin Hurts. Holy shit, reading about Hegel right now. It's a hard read, but yeah, definitely what these Marxist pricks are doing. I get it now. Thank you for that. I also will take a look and read up on it. But you're right. You're exactly right. Create the crisis. Create the solution. How convenient. Hey, we had a fantastic week, and I owe it all to you. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, it means the world to me. Really do appreciate it. We are here Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. You're welcome in on the show. We love to hear from you. If you ever want to get a hold of us privately, you can always email show at jsheldon.com, S-H-O-W. Show at jsheldon.com is our email for the program. We we hear from people regularly, so please do give us a uh, an email if you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. And I will see you all back here on Monday. You just heard the Jay Sheldon Show. Join us Monday through Friday here on Rumble.
Thanks for watching. Snort. <laughs>